Hey, welcome to the Red Pill Sports Podcast. Uh, I have a question for you. Uh, what baseball card did you have that meant the most to you, and whatever happened to it? Also, uh, secondly, who's the nicest person you met in sports? We're going to talk about that and also about the NFL playoffs. All right, we're back. Uh, uh, hope you had a good day uh, today, Monday and Tuesday. Looking forward to uh, the rest of the week. Uh, pretty exciting game last night. The Cowboys, uh, man, where did that team come from, right? Um, uh, Dak looked decent. Uh, I found it pretty amazing that Dak is over on the sidelines pitching a fit. And I'm a Cowboys fan, but he's pitching a fit because uh, Britt Maher missed four uh, extra points. Uh, dude, aren't you the guy that threw seven interceptions the last eight games? So you might want to you might want to set this one out. Uh, but g- give credit to uh, to McCarthy and also to uh, Jones for standing behind Maher. Look, these kind of things happen. You remember, some of you may or may not remember, you're too young to remember, maybe, but uh, Chuck Knobloch played for Texas A&M, was second baseman, all-star, uh, all-conference, all-SEC second baseman, uh, then went from there to um, to the Twins, won a World Series, played uh, on all-star teams, and uh, he had, uh, uh, you know, how many times did this guy throw him from second to first? And all of a sudden, one game, he couldn't throw a ball to first base any longer. Not only could he not throw it to first base, uh, I mean, he couldn't get anywhere near first base. It was just unbelievable. And uh, we're going to have a sports psychologist on uh, here sometime and, and, and talk about that. But, uh, man, it was just it was painful to watch that last night. Thankfully, he he – he made his fifth one, uh, but then ESPN didn't even show the the one he made. They showed all four of them that he missed, but didn't show the the one that he made. I guess that's not news. Um, but I, I thought, you know, especially as a quarterback, Dak, uh, I always thought he was a pretty decent person, and he still, I'm sure he is. But I just, I really thought uh, that was poor leadership on his part uh, because, you know, I wonder when Dak was throwing all the interceptions with was Brett Maher over there on the sideline pitching a fit because Brett because uh, Dak was uh, throwing the game away literally. So um, you know, uh, bottom line is everybody has their tough times, and uh, let's 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 be honest. Brett Maher had you know really tough time of it, but uh, it sounds like McCarthy and. Uh, and, and Jones are going to stand behind him, and he's going to be suiting up for the 49ers. Speaking of the 49ers, uh, you know, I, th- I think as good as the Cowboys looked last night, uh, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ain't the 49ers' defense. And I think that defense, the 49ers, uh, is going to be uh, a different story. And I'm, for, I'm pulling for the Cowboys, and I hope Dak does well. But man, I thought Winslow, uh, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore uh, called a phenomenal game last night. I thought he really, really uh, called a great game. Um, and and that that play calling, of course, you got to have some success that that breeds other success. But just the ingenuity 
Um, they still can't run the ball, though. Uh, you know, Tony Pollard ran the ball decently. Uh, Elliott, uh, you know, really struggled. They just nothing came easy on the, you know, on the ground for them. Um, but man, when you're that good in the air, um, you know, and uh, I think they can stretch the field a little better. I'm I'm not a great offensive mind or anything, but uh, they did utilize the tight end uh, Schultz uh, phenomenally. Um, and he's really good. I'm really, really impressed with him. Uh, I think they used, need to use Tony Pollard out of the backfield more. He's so fast and elusive and powerful. Uh, I would use him more out of the backfield. I'd like to see them put uh, Pollard and uh, Elliott more on the field so that uh, have him stretch the defense from sideline to sideline. Talk about Pollard. And then run Elliott, you know, inside. I think that frees up the inside a little bit more. Um, but you know, those guys are—I mean, they don't need me tell them how to how to run. But the, the offense just looked so much better last night. Some of that, I think, was the play calling. A lot of that was Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we're brought to you by Red River Auto Group. Red River Auto Group uh, Auto uh, Automobile Buying has changed so much, so you no longer have to be in. Uh, the area where your dealership is, uh, go to redriverautogroup.com, redriveryourway.com, uh, and uh, and see what they have in, in store, uh, in inventory. And uh, tell Mitch Ward, great patriot. He's a huge supporter of the Dot Washburn Show and then this podcast as well. Uh, if you'd like to watch us uh, on video, you can go to uh, Dot Washburn Show uh, Facebook slash dot washburn show or go to red peel sports uh, facebook red peel sports and you can watch uh the uh video podcast we did we're going to be going to youtube uh, before long but right now we're on facebook and uh just glad that you're here uh so don't forget about red river auto group also my pillow mypillow.com listen if you've not slept on those giza sheets i'm telling you you will never buy another set of normal sheets if you get a set of these sheets from MyPillow.com. Also, the pillows are unbelievable. Their slippers are unbelievable. And right now, if you'll go to MyPillow.com, put in the promo code RED for Red Pill Sports Podcast. Put in the, just the color RED, R-E-D. You're going to get a phenomenal savings. You'll be able to pick up the pillows, uh, even the, the mattress topper. Give some of those towels. Man, uh, we've got some stuff coming, my wife and I, here at the house. And uh, so go to red, uh, go to MyPillow.com, put in the promo code RED, and take advantage of some great savings right now. Towels, sheets, their pillows, their slippers, a lot, a lot of great po- uh, products there. Um, but uh, speaking of the uh, playoffs, of course, the Eagles and the Chiefs uh, had a bye. Uh, then you have the Giants. Um Let's see. Uh, I'm going to try to do it from memory here. I'm having a little internet problems here, so I'm actually using cellular internet. So I'm having a little bit of trouble. Uh, but uh, you've got, uh, let's see, you've got the uh, Eagles, you've got the Cowboys, you've got the Giants, you've got the Bengals, you have the. Um, 
uh, let's say Chiefs, yeah, Chiefs, uh, Bengals, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, uh, Jaguars, and I'm missing one more, seven, there's one more. Uh, but anyway, it's going to be fascinating to see uh, how things progress. Uh, still, probably, if my pick as a Super Bowl winner, I think it's hard to bet against the Chiefs. I think they're still the, the favorite. Well, 49ers. 49ers or Chiefs, I think, are the two that uh, that you really have to watch. Uh, Eagles, uh, you know, definitely. I think they've been fading a little bit toward it just feels like. I know uh Hertz was Jalen Hurts was hurt uh toward the end of the year, but but still they just you kind of felt like, you know, and, and this time of year depth and injuries uh really take their toll. Uh and so um and also shout out to uh to Russell Gage, a former LSU Tiger uh, now with Tampa Bay. Uh, had a look like a really serious injury. Didn't look that terrible uh, when it happened, but uh, neck and uh, a, a back. He'd been, I think he'd been having struggling with some back injury. Uh, so uh, prayers and thoughts to Russell Gage. Hope he is uh, okay. Uh, hey, what is that favorite card? Uh, I, I tell you a quick story. And I did this on the the video. Is um, I am uh, for some reason as a kid I was a Saints fan, grew up on the Saints. Um, I think they moved to Louis- or started in Louisiana about the time I was born, sixty one, nineteen sixty one. So I don't remember a lot in the early years. Remember Tom Dempsey's sixty three yard field goal? I think that's when I really started being a Saints fan. Uh, I remember vaguely as a little kid Billy Kilmer and. Uh, uh, the, the quarterback and and Archie Manning actually was quarterback for the Saints, uh, uh, and uh, that 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 I remember very very vaguely, um, and uh, I do remember uh, uh, Dempsey's kick. And uh, just tell you how old I am. Uh, my mom bought me a forty-five. You know, one of those small records of Tom Dempsey's. The play-by-play of Tom Dempsey's kick, and I listened to that over and over and over. Uh, that was that was too cool. Um, but my uh, my team, uh, ironically, uh, were the uh, my team was the uh, the Green Bay Packers. And I think now, now that I think about it, I've been talking about some. I was talking to a buddy of mine last night. Uh, I think the reason I was a Packers fan was they had a player, and I believe he played for Texas Tech, uh, and he was from Texas, if I'm not mistaken. His name was Donnie Anderson. And I think, because my name's Donnie and his name was Donnie, I was just kind of drawn, and I just, a light bar star, and and uh, I just, I kind of started liking the, the, the Packers for some reason, like the green gold. Uh, and they were on TV a good bit, seems like, way, way back. Maybe, but I remember as a little kid being at my grandparents, and the Packers lost a, a really close game, and I just cried like a baby. I was, I was, I took losing really bad as a little kid, as a youngster, as a uh, even as a uh, up until I was, you know, 
15, 16, I, I took losing really tough. Seemed like when I got out of high school, it wasn't, you know, and certainly as I got older, I got less competitive. But man, as a kid, and I'd, I'd love to know what psychosis that was. But anyway, um, but I, I was a huge Packer fan. So, and I didn't collect football cards like a collector. I didn't, you know, I didn't, probably like most people, I didn't have books of cards. I, I think I did a few times get, get some binders, but certainly wasn't sets or anything like that or numbered sets. I, I probably wasn't even aware that was a thing till I was grown and, you know, out of the habit of collecting cards. I, I mainly got them just because, you know, I love sports and I love the bubble gum in uh, tops. In fact, I'm in my uh, studio and it's, uh, I, I kind of turned my grandson's He's got a room that my wife made for him, and it's got a huge. And if you go on Facebook, you'll see it. Uh, you'll see the huge Cubs uh, logo in the back. I mean, it covers a whole wall. But over here to the right, I'm looking at it right now as I'm as I'm doing the podcast. Uh, Tops baseball uh, picture cards, uh, bubble gum. It's a like a little wall decor, real old looking. It's really cool. And then got a lot of baseball stuff uh, in his room, but in uh, a in a lamp that is made out of baseball, so it was kind of cool. Um, but I was a uh, I was a huge Packers fan. I had a Ray Nitsky. I played middle linebacker, maybe. Uh, was was Nitsky or was he a was he a defensive or offensive lineman? Don't remember now. Uh, but I had a Nitsky card. I had a Bart Starr card. Uh, I had a Donnie Anderson card. Uh, I had a John Brody, played for the 49ers, quarterback for the 49ers. Had a John Brody card. Had a Lance Allsworth card, wide receiver for the Chargers. Chargers played for the University of Arkansas, where I now live in Little Rock. Uh, let's see. I had a, a George Blanda card, left-handed quarterback for the uh, for the Raiders. Radis. I had a uh, let's see Ray Guy. I think that was much later. Um, maybe I had a Ray Guy card. For the reason that comes to mind, I had a Ben Davison card. Remember that Raiders card? I always thought the Raiders cards were really cool. I think I had a Jack Tatum card. Had a Warren Moon card. Warren Moon was later, though. Um, had a Joe Namath card. Only reason I had a Joe Namath card is my brother was a huge Namath fan. And uh, I didn't like him, but he liked him. Um, I had Johnny Unitas. Even though I, I never, I don't remember watching Namath or Unitas. I think that was a little. They they quit playing by the time I got old enough to, you know, to appreciate it. Um, so that was my cards. I don't know, kind of stirs up memories for you. And oh, and wh- what happened to my cards? Well, uh, I, you know, I got older, got married, and moved off, and moved to Texas, and lived there for sixteen years. And one one of those trips back home to see my parents uh, there in Louisiana, uh, I, I got to. We got to talk about cards. Something my boys were getting older, and they, you know they were getting up where they loved sports. And I was talking about my baseball cards, and I hadn't thought about them in years. So, so I'm gonna go up there and find my baseball cards, you know. And 
went up in the attic, nothing up there. And my dad said, oh, your mom had a garage sale and sold everything. So, so my, my baseball cards, which wasn't that big a deal, they weren't in great shape. And I don't think they would have been worth much or anything like that. So, you know, it wasn't a huge loss, but just more uh, sentimental than anything. Um, it would be interesting to find out what they were worth. But again, they were, you mean, I'd, I'd ride my bicycle, and you remember doing that? Put, uh, use closed pins and put them on your bicycle and, you know, make your bicycle sound like a motor. So, you know, I'd use my baseball, not, not my best ones, but I would use baseball, football cards, and then put them back in the box. So, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't the ultimate collector by any stretch. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, uh, interesting week in sports. I was I was thinking about uh, you know that just Aaron Rodgers, uh, the Packers. If I was a uh, Tom Brady, you know we're kind of seeing this uh, the guys that a lot of you uh, have watched for a while and have been really the premier quarterbacks. But man, everything changes, doesn't it? You got a guy who's played five games and just played out of his mind, Brock Purdy. Uh, and I watched Brock Purdy at Iowa State and really enjoyed watching him. I always, always thought he was in command, uh, thought he had NFL talent, uh, you know, a great arm, probably the best arm I've seen in recent, in, in recent history of the NFL is Aaron Rodgers. That guy's arm is just unbelievable. Um, and and to watch him just flick the ball and and just with such velocity, and uh, I, I really think that he can. Uh, I, I believe he and Tom Brady, uh, you know, and even though he's he's uh, substantially younger than Brady, I think Brady's got another two or three years in him. I think Brady can go to the Raiders. I think he can go to. Uh, I don't think either one of them go to the 49ers. Not if Brock Purdy finishes the playoffs playing well. I just think Brock Purdy, you know, uh, now this this Cowboy game will be ultimate test because of um, Parsons and and the the pass rush of the Cowboys. If if Purdy can can play pretty much unscathed, doesn't have to be perfect, but he can play unscathed. Uh, it you know in the Cowboy 49er matchup. Uh, you know, I I just I don't see uh, them them going out and getting a uh, a quarterback. Plus, they've got um, they've got uh, what's the young guy uh, dual threat guy out of was he out of Nevada? Uh, but you know, Trey uh, can't remember his last name. Uh, but I man, I just think Brock Purdy is just—he's just one of those one in a thousand guys. He's got the maturity, just got the teachability. He's got the humility, yet confidence, which is a dangerous blend. Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, you know that's—I I think it's gonna—it's gonna really. They're watching really close, closely, see how he does because I mean, you got—you could make a run with Brady or with Rodgers. Uh, you know, uh, more with Rodgers than Brady. I think Brady Brady has a year or two left. I think uh, it'd be a great time for somebody like the Raiders. But he's not going to go to just anybody, you know, Saints. I think the Saints are probably a quarterback away. Uh, the Cardinals. 
Um, they, they, they can't do anything. They've got Kyler Murray. Um, so, you know, um, so it'd be fascinating. Uh, who would you like to see Brady go to? I, I, or probably less about who you'd like to see him go to than who needs him. And the Colts definitely need him. The Raiders need him. Uh, I could see Brady going to the Colts. Uh, and and them being really good, uh, you know there 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 is rumor that he's uh, that he's been in negotiations, not negotiations, discussions uh, with uh, you know the Patriots. Uh, who knows? I, I don't see that happening. I think he wants to go to a third team, uh, and I think he wants to go to a team that's a quarterback away. Um, and and I don't know that the Raiders the Raiders defense is really good. Their offense got a great running game, got great. Uh, now that I'm I'm sitting here thinking about it, uh, I think the uh, I think the Raiders problem is less. I, I don't think it was Aaron Carr. I really don't. I don't think that was their problem. Um, I, I think it's just. Um, you know, I, th- I think it's probably coaching, to be honest. I think it was a lot of Tampa Bay's problem. Tampa Bay had gotten uh, really, uh, you know, thin. And uh, I think Leonard Fournette, you know, I was a huge Leonard Fournette uh, fan, but, you know, Leonard ran really hard in college and then uh, in the pros and taking a lot of beating. I just I see him really uh, reluctant to stick his head in there, you know, I think he's a year, you know, next year and maybe one more year. And I think, you know, I, th- I think he's one year removed. I think he takes his money and goes to the house, you know, while he still has two good legs and can walk. Um, so I, I see a lot of movement. With the, the I think the, the Buccaneers are in trouble coaching, you know, I really like their coach uh, as a person. I just don't have a lot of confidence uh, in that uh, that team. I think there's a lot of rebuilding there. Um, the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't know. I can see them being, you know, they got Watson uh, uh, outside, a wide receiver, got really good running backs, um, you know, I don't see them being too far away. I just wonder if Rodgers would like to go somewhere else and win, kind of do what uh, Brady did and win a Super Bowl somewhere else, you know. Um, I I think he really – I think Los Angeles would be phenomenal phenomenal for him or Brady. I do think uh, Purdy, playing as well as he has for San Francisco, has kind of disrupted – uh, a natural flow of, of Rodgers going to the 49ers back out to California where he's from, Brady going to the Raiders. Now you almost have both of those, and I think Rodgers is the better just because he's younger and he's a little more mobile. Not a lot, but, but a little bit more mobile uh, and ever good as a, or if not better, as a thrower. So uh, be fascinating. Uh, and I still get the feeling that Brady may be maybe done, you know, he, he very well could be done. Uh, but it'd be fascinating to find out. Uh, also, we're brought to you by uh, MyPillow.com. I mentioned them a little bit earlier, but MyPillow.com, you cannot uh, 
not try their slippers and their those sheets and uh, their pillow. Uh, it's just phenomenal. We've actually got some stuff that we've uh, put in order and got some stuff coming that we're going to, uh, or we're actually putting together an order. Uh, then we're getting ready to get uh, several items. And so uh, we're going to use the promo code RED for Red Pill Sports Podcast. So drop that in. Uh, go to Red Pill Sport, uh, Go to MyPillow.com. Drop in the color RED, R-E-D, as a promo code, and you're going to get a substantial savings. And it's going to let them know where you heard about MyPillow.com. So uh, also, I want to recommend to you a great podcast if you're catching us and you've not listened to the Doc Washburn Show. It's a great podcast. It's Monday through Friday. And just look for it. It kind of it drops different times uh, each day. But uh, And if he doesn't get a show in on Monday, he'll do two sh- shows on Tuesday or uh, or Saturday shows sometimes. Uh, but the Doc Washburn Show, a lot of great news, a lot of great insight. Uh, Doc has uh, subbed for Mark Levin numerous times, so he's a national talent, and you'll enjoy the Doc Washburn Show. Uh, you can find that on any uh, platform where podcasts are heard, so, uh, and you can find it on, at DocWashburnShow.com, DocWashburnShow.com. Uh, we'll be posting this podcast here in um, just a little bit as we fit, uh, wrap up. Uh, but uh, who's the nicest person you met in sports? Who's uh, who's the uh, who's probably the uh, the, no, the nicest you have met? Uh, I'm trying to think who I really, really um, Joe Haig, who's all uh, oh, he's passed away now, but was a was a great uh, guy. Uh, played first base for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, played running back for the Texas Longhorns. Uh, he was a super nice guy. Uh, trying to think of somebody else uh, that uh, that was just super super nice. Uh, met Dirt Nowitzki. Uh, he was super nice, um, as well as uh, and man, my mind just goes blank. The uh, point guard for the Mavericks uh, coached the Nets. Uh, Brooklyn Nets recently, and uh, Steve Nash. Steve Nash was really nice, very gracious. Uh, Otis Birdsong played for the Nets or Bullets, super nice guy. I used to play basketball with Larry Wright, played for the Bullets, played in Europe a lot. Larry Wright was a shooting machine, a nice, super nice guy. <clears throat> I played uh, over at St. Francis High School, <clears throat> excuse me, Back in the uh, early '80s, and I'd go over there after I got off work, and uh, there was—I uh, was really the only white guy that played. It was, you know, all black except for me. So there was one or two, only one guy that really would give me a hard time. Everybody else was super nice, super gracious. Uh, and uh, I remember one time, this guy who always was giving me a hard time—I uh, mean, literally—if I was the last guy. And, you know, I wasn't the best player out there, but I was better than a lot of them. And uh, I wasn't anywhere near Larry Wright. I'll, 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 I'll clue you in on that right now. But I was, you know, I could hold my own. And uh, But he would consistently pick people that were far worse, you know, that couldn't, you know, couldn't come close to playing 
with me or the other guys, but he would pick them just because, you know. Uh, and and so uh, a couple of times he he tried to pick fights with me, and you know, and and you know I wasn't a fighter, uh, and so Larry Wright stepped in a couple of times, and and told him said, look, dude, leave him alone, you know. And I I'll never forget that. That was that was cool. So I don't know who you're the nicest. Uh, athlete you've met, but uh, I, I remember uh, Cliff Robinson. W- uh, we were at a uh, range uh, Mavericks game, my boys and I, and uh, Cliff Robinson was walking in uh, at halftime, and he took his headband off, and some kids hollered at him. He threw his headband up in the stands to the kids, and they were Maverick fans. And the rest of the game, they cheered for Cliff Robinson. And I thought then, man, if if athletes, entertainers Anybody in the public eye could just realize how little it takes, uh, how little effort it takes to to really win people over. And and I said this on the video portion of the podcast earlier. Uh, I guarantee you, those kids. It's hard to imagine now. That's been thirty years ago. Those kids uh, who were probably eight or ten, they're now forty years old. It's unbelievable to think about uh, that. They still talk about Cliff Robinson, even though Cliff Robinson's passed away. They still talk about him. Uh, and that's how little effort it takes to just be beloved by people, you know. And uh, Shaq is one that gets it. Uh, Barkley is the one that gets it. Uh, and, and I understand people not want to be bugged and harassed and, you know, bothered when they're eating dinner and things like that. But it takes very little effort to be beloved by people. Uh, when you're an athlete, it just takes being really being human, right? Um, not a lot going on in the political side of sports this week, so we're not going to spend much time there. Uh, we probably won't be on here much longer. Uh, and so uh, just I'm thankful that you joined me tonight, thankful that you're a part of the Red Pill Sports uh, Podcast. And uh, don't forget about we're brought to you by Red River Auto Group, uh, Auto Buying has changed drastically now. You don't have to buy a car in the same town you live in. Uh, you can go online, go to Red River Auto Group. Tell them you heard it uh, on the Red Pill Sports Podcast uh, and tell them Donnie sent you. Uh, and then also MyPillow.com. Don't forget, put in the promo code RED. Uh, and I'll see you back here next Tuesday. We'll do it again all over, all right? Take care. Have a wonderful evening and a wonderful week. Bye-bye.